weekend. We just love to come and celebrate and have fun. And sorry we're having to modify a little bit by doing some of this indoors. We wanted to be outside where we could get you all wet and all that. So we'll just have to escort you with some water guns in here. I'm kidding. Hey, will you join me as we pray today? God, thank you so much for our freedom. Lord, freedom was never free. It was never easy. It was never fast. Lord, there was a lot that was paid for to get us to this place. I pray today, God, that we would celebrate truly our freedom. At the same time, God, we would come and realize that true freedom comes from you. So we thank you for your mercy and your grace and all that you do. We love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Have you ever had one of those days that just seemed to go on and on and on and on? You ever had one of those days? You're just like, I don't know if this day is ever going to end, right? It's the worst. Polly and I had a moment a couple of weeks ago. We were in Texas. We were coming home, and it was, uh, it was one of those moments where we were visiting our grandbaby and so hanging out with my daughter and my son-in-law, and it's always hard to leave those moments, don't you know, right? I always get teary. I hate that. But anyway, so we, we hired a, an Uber driver so my daughter didn't have to get out and do all that stuff. So Uber came to the house, picked us up. And uh, have you ever had an, an Uber driver that was like lacking in fellowship and wanted to have some? You ever had one of those guys? I, I'm, I'm going to just make up his name because I don't remember. Him. I'm going to call him Charlie. And I'm going to call him Chatty Charlie. <laughs> Chatty Charlie had something to say. And he knew he had a captive audience for about 40 minutes. Chatty Charlie, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm just literally just wiping my eyes. My heart's sad because our grandbaby's waving out the window. I mean, all that, right? And Chatty Charlie gets going. He's like, hello, I'm Charlie. I'm like, get us to the airport, Charlie, please. It's <laughs> all we want to do, right? And so I'm doing everything I can to try to be kind and nice, but never do I want to divulge the fact that I'm a preacher, especially to Chatty Charlie. Chatty Charlie would have something to say. You guys know Chatty Charlie, right? You, you know s- some of you are Chatty Charlie. Nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, so Charlie gets in there, he starts to tell us about his, his childhood. He tells us about his dad. He tells us about his fiance. Then he tells us that he sings at his church. And I'm like, keep your eyes down, keep your eyes down, keep your eyes down. Now listen, if you've spent two minutes with my wife, you know that she's the nicest human on the planet. And Polly just can't sit there and let a nice thing go by. So, so inevitably, Polly's like, oh, well, we actually go to church too. And I'm like, stop, stop, no, no, because you'll just want to talk and we're not even close. Next thing you know, Chatty Charlie finds out that we're pastors. Then Chatty Charlie breaks into a hymn. Starts to sing, I'm just a poor wayfaring stranger. Starts going on, man. And I was like, no, not Chatty Charlie. I'm like, he was not going to make American Idol. I'll tell you that. He, he was sweet. Chatty Charlie was not going to do that, right? And I was doing my best. I was like, be nice, act like a Christian. Now he knows you're a pastor. So at least smile. Then we get to the airport, right? We get to the airport. We get to our, our gate, the, the the, 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 flight, the, the lady at the gate says, oh, your plane's going to be delayed for, delayed for an hour. All right, it is what it is. Next thing you know, that's going to be delayed for two hours. And then after waiting there for a while, they said, oh, your flight is canceled. And I'm like, seriously, come on. What's the... And, and then the, the lady at the desk goes, oh, but you can, you can catch a flight if you run to the other side of the airport as fast as you possibly can. 
you'll get there and catch that flight. And so we're like, okay, let's go, right? So I'm already like, all right, so we get over there and we wait. We get to that gate with everyone else. We get to that gate and then they're like, your plane is going to be delayed an hour. So we were waiting, and then there were two hours. And then they couldn't find a pilot. And then they couldn't find whatever. And they're like, you know what? This flight's canceled as well. And I was like, seriously? So we got there early in the afternoon, and next thing you know, oh, it was the morning-ish. And then we get there, right? So all the time we're waiting, we get there, and then they're like, the flight's canceled. You're going to have to go downstairs to ticketing, and they'll give you a voucher for, for a $6 dinner and whatever, right? So I'm like, okay, this, this day's going on. So we get down there, ticket counter, and so we finally get our voucher. There, here's the hotel, here's the thing. And so now, where's our luggage? And so we go down to the luggage thing, and they're like, luggage? We don't, we don't know of such things. Uh, no, no, the luggage that was on the plane that we took and brought here seven hours ago. They're like, oh, luggage? We've never heard of luggage. And I was like, no, no, seriously. It, we, we all had luggage. There's hundreds of us. Can you... Well, we've luggage, we've never heard of. I mean, it's as if they did like the first time they'd ever heard the word luggage. So next thing I know, they find, find out that it was actually stuck on the very first plane that got canceled, just sitting there. And I'm like, well, maybe someone could go get it. That would be awesome. Just, just you get the luggage. It'd be great. They're like, well, we don't do it that in, in order. We do it differently. And I was like, I'm not sure who's running this place. Come on. It's 11 o'clock in the evening now, Right? We get, finally, we get our luggage. We get into our next Uber, the next Uber, right? He says, wow, that's weird. There's about 9 million hotels next to the airport. They give you one 40 minutes away. Awesome. So we get there 40 minutes away. We look at our flight for the next morning. We have to be at the airport at 2 (laughs) a.m. Oh, no, we got one hour of sleep. And I was like, Jesus, will this day ever end? <laughs> Have you ever had that day before? Right? You're like, come on! Right? So we finally get to home. We do our thing. I walk into our house. I take our luggage upstairs. I put on my cloth shorts because that's what guys in their 50s do. Come on now. Cloth shorts and a t-shirt. Then I go downstairs in my chair and I sit down and I'm like, ah. I may know that feeling. That big exhale. You know what I think we need today in our world we're living in? We need a big fat exhale. Count of three, I want to hear everyone exhale. Ah. Man, we've been living in some times, haven't we? Some living in some times. The last two years from crazy politics to crazy social issues to a COVID to all the things. Should I wear a mask? Should I not wear a mask? You're dumb if you do. You're dumb if you don't. All the things. Come on. You were living in it too. All the things that went on and you're like, what the, come on. I think we all just need one big exhale. (laughs) I feel like literally what we've been doing over the last several years is just breathing in. We're like, politics, social issues, COVID. We just like, our lungs are full of stuff. I feel like at some point we got to just go, ah. Today, 2022, family weekend is a day to exhale. We're going to settle down. It's interesting. Pastor Caleb got up here a minute ago and mentioned the word exhale. Actually, he said the word sila. The word sila in Hebrew literally means to pause, reflect, or breathe. 
Sila is that funny little word that shows up in the Psalms and another time in, I think it's in 1 Kings or whatever, but literally, mostly in the Psalms, it literally is a, is a word that literally means to breathe. Just to breathe. We forget that, don't we? Something we do so normal, so uh, on our own, so involuntary. But I got a feeling that we need to just breathe. <laughs> Stop inhaling, stop making those decisions, stop, stop, stop. And just for a day, just for a minute, just say, I just want to exhale and just sila. Um, Navy SEALs do this thing called box breathing. You ever heard of box breathing? Box breathing is a, 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 a way to calm yourself down. Box breathing is a way to settle your heart. I'm sure many industries use their versions of it, but for the Navy SEALs, this, this box breathing, they, they breathe in for four seconds through their nose, they hold it for four seconds inside their, inside their chest, and then they breathe out of their mouth for four seconds, and then they do it again. So just for funsies, let me pastor you through box breathing just to calm you down. Can we do that together? So take your phone, your iPad, wherever you got, set it on your lap, set it on the ground, wherever you got. We're going we're gonna to do three little sessions of breathing because I want you to understand sila. Sila is about literally pausing, reflecting, and just breathing. Okay? Okay, count of three. Okay, ready? we're going to breathe in to the count of four. Ready? Breathe. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three, four. Out. Two, three, four. You can do it again. In, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four. And one more time. In, two, three, four. Hold, two, three, four. Out, two, three, four. Amazing, isn't it? didn't cost you anything. It's weird how just a, a time of breathing, a time of sila can cause peace. Just air, it's just air going in your lungs and somehow there's a way that God designed us as human beings to, to catch our breath. I want to tell you a story real briefly about a group of people in, in, in the Bible. It was, it was early on, years and years, centuries and centuries ago, King Hezekiah was at, a, was at a time in the nation's capital, literally, where there were thousands of warriors threatening to beat down the walls, literally outside the city gates beating on the walls. So many of them beating down, ready to just crush him and, and all of the people of the nation of Israel. Hezekiah gets inside and he, he cries out to God and says, God, what are we going to do? And God says, hey, I got something for you. I'm going to solve the problem. See, I got a funny feeling that today, some of you feel like there's an enemy of beaten at your door. Maybe it's an enemy of your political ideology. Maybe it's an enemy of your relational equity around you. Maybe it's an enemy of your finances. Maybe it's an enemy of just anxiety of your past. But you feel like there's an enemy just a beaten at the door, kind of like Hezekiah did when there were thousands of enemy warriors ready to just charge through the gates. Psalm 46, in my opinion, was a, was a clear picture of that whole moment. Historians tell us that Psalm 46 was probably a picture of that time frame. 
I know you can follow along. I know that all of you have Bibles, but I just want to read this moment to you in Psalm 46. I want to help, to un- help you understand Selah. And that if there's anything we need in this time, in this world we're living in right now, it's a time of peace. It's a time of rest. It's a time to exhale and trust. Now, just, just let me just go ahead and uh, uh, give you a spoiler alert here and tell you that though Hezekiah had thousands of enemy warriors beating at the gates, it seemed as though there was no way of escape. You might feel today that there's no way of escape in your situation. I just want you to know something that literally Hezekiah that night, that night, everyone say that night, that night, one angel, not a thousand, not a garrison, not a platoon, not a whatever, one angel shows up and killed 185,000 troops sitting outside the gates. Here's how they knew it. The next day, the rest of them woke up and said, oh, you're all dead. Hezekiah sat inside the city walls because God delivered him. Some of you need God's deliverance in your world. And you've been saying, how am I going to get through this thing? And your fear and your worry and your anxiety seems to be captivating you. It's almost as if the enemy has gotten into the gates of your heart. And he's saying, come on now. Come on now. Selah. Just breathe. Listen to this, Psalm 46. God is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains quake and its swelling pride. Selah. In, two, three. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of our God, the holy dwelling places of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her when morning dawns. The nations made an uproar. The kingdoms tottered. He raised his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Selah. Two, three. Come and behold the works of the Lord who has wrought desolations in earth. He makes wars to cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and he cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariots with fire. Cease striving and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Selah. In, two, three, four. You get the picture, right? We're so fraught with craziness all around us. You don't got to look for a battle. You don't got to look for an enemy. You don't got to look for any of that stuff. It's around. It's beaten on the doors of your gates. The question is, is will we be ones who will sit inside the, 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 the stronghold of the Lord and freak out? Or will we find peace in our sila? Three quick points and I'll be done. I have 29 seconds. 
three things to take away from this psalm. Number one, God knows better than you. Number two, God hates sin more than you. Number three, God can do all the fighting without, with or without your help. Today I'm declaring over Puget Sound Foursquare a divine and holy sila. That we would stop, that we would think, that we would ponder, that we would reflect, and that we would exhale and find that moment of peace. This morning I want to pray for you, and maybe you're finding yourself today saying, Lance, this is cute and all, but I'm fighting a real battle. I don't know where you are, but I'm sure there's somebody here watching us online who are fighting a real battle, a real one. It's been, it's been holding you back. I want to pray for you this morning. Can we do that? So Jesus, we come before you and we thank you for Selah. You are the prince of Selah. Father, I pray today that you would help us to trust you, to yield to you, to hear you. God, I pray today that ultimately we would trust you. God, that we would remember that you are in control, that there's no weapon formed against me that will prosper that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world, that I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. God, I pray for your peace and your sila today over your church. In Jesus' name, amen.